Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Not teaching their children, not to do yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought we got it straight. If you want to be part of this discussion and part of this decision, then you will respect the process. This is not some kind of a theater or a carnival. This is a very solemn occasion where we are making important discussions and decisions. All right, good morning to you. This is Mike Smith. Wow, what a wild and crazy night last night at Richmond City Hall. That was just a little sample of what went down there last night. A huge crowd of protesters showed up. They're angry about a proposed drug consumption site in Richmond. Those hearings scheduled to continue tonight, but we are going to debate it right now. We got both sides of it here for you. We got BC's former Solicitor General Cash Heed. He's now a Richmond City Councillor. He's supporting Supports the drug consumption site. Cash, thanks for coming on. Good morning, Mike. Yeah, good morning to you. Thank you for being here. John Rustad, also on the line, a leader of the Conservative Party of British Columbia. He's opposed to the safe consumption site in Richmond. John, thank you. Thanks for having me on, Mike. All right, gentlemen, thank you to both of you. Cash, let me go to you first. What, what did you think about what went down there last night? That sounds like it was a wild night there. You support... You support this uh, supervised drug consumption site. Why do you support it, and what do you think about the hearings that happened last night? Well, let me tell you about the hearings last night. It was people that were uh, unintentionally not informed of what is actually going on, what these sites actually are, what these sites have done since 2003 here in British Columbia and elsewhere around Canada and now the world. I can tell you these sites, the main goal of these uh, supervised consumption sites is to prevent overdose deaths, facilitate entry into treatment, and reduce the spread of bloodborne disease. And most importantly, and realize that it's going to reduce the strain on our emergency medical services and the cost associated with that. These are intake points for people to put them into further counseling, treatment, and to test their drugs. At the end of the day, ultimately, it's saving people's lives. John Rustad, what do you say to that? Well, I think there has been um, uh, some reports from uh, um, a number of years ago now that looked at safe injection sites and what it came out with and said that uh, uh, there was benefits, but the drug supply has changed. Back when those reports were written, it was uh, primarily heroin. Uh, today, it is uh, almost exclusively fentanyl. And what I find most disturbing today when I talk to doctors is with the mix uh, that is in the, the drugs on the street today and the fentanyl, uh, particularly for younger adults, you know, within using those within two years, uh, people have received permanent brain damage. And so what we're talking about here is um, sites that uh, are actually, you know, drugs are coming in to be used, and these drugs are actually permanently harming people. And so we need to be actually be looking at a, a different approach entirely. Instead of, uh, you know, trying to promote or support uh, drug use, we need to be finding that path to get people off of drugs and get them away from this damaging uh, Cash. Um, substance. Cash, 
Well, I can tell you, you need an intake point for these people to get them off of drugs. I don't uh, disagree with my friend John Rustad here, but when you've had 2,511 people die here in British Columbia in 2023, and it, it looks like it may be eclipsed in 2024, you need to reach out to these people. These people are dying in their homes alone because of the stigma attached to acute drug addiction. These people are shooting up or smoking their consumption, drug consumption in laneways, alleyways, alcoves, in plain view of the public. We've got decriminalization that's in at trial stages here in British Columbia, where in fact we need to have somewhere where these people can go and not feel the stigma attached to their acute drug addiction that is killing does, them at the end of the day. Cash, does this, do the safe injection sites or the supervised drug consumption sites, do they enable or encourage drug use like John Rustad just said? What do you say to that? No, absolutely not. Matter of fact, I've reviewed probably over 40 uh, peer-reviewed reports that argue differently. Of course, uh, there are different sets of data based on people's ideology on whether they support or they they feel that these uh, sites have actually uh, caused crime. John brought up a very good point. In 2016, we had the fentanyl crisis where we doubled the amount of people dying based on the opiate prior to that. And the opioids are killing people right now. So that's why we even have to have more, not only that initial outreach, but absolutely agree with John. We need to make sure we have the drug testing, the counseling, the intake services, so we can get these people into detox, into primary, secondary, tertiary treatment. That continuum, that's going to get them out of okay. the crisis. Okay, well, you both agree on the need for more treatment, but what about, let's get back to the supervised injection site. John Rustad, what, what have people in Richmond told you about this issue? Because I know you've been talking to a lot of people there. Well, what I know about uh, these safe injection sites is, is it can't just be about the addict. It's also about the neighborhood. It's about the, the community. Uh, it's about bringing the drug use in there. I, I visited the safe injection site uh, in Yaletown. I've looked at what's happened out on the street and how suddenly now you've got this cluster of, of open drug use, uh, this cluster of, of problems that uh, are also leading to crime. People are very afraid of having that coming into their neighborhoods. In addition, in some locations, uh, they're looking at putting these sites very close to hospitals or even in hospitals where people are actually recovering um, from, uh, from their addictions. And they're seeing this out on the street and it's actually creating the challenges for those people to continue on that path to recovery. So there's no question we need to have, uh, you know, a, some solutions around how we address this. But our primary focus definitely needs to be on getting people on a path to recovery with the drugs that are there, the damage that's being done. And what we're seeing now, you know, rampant throughout our society, clearly the safe supply and uh, decriminalization, this approach that we're taking within British Columbia is not working. Cat Kashid, what do you say to those concerns? I mean, so many people showed up at that meeting last night. It looked absolutely wild there. People are really fired up about this. What do you say to your constituents in Richmond who don't want this and they're, they're afraid of the mayhem or problems that it could cause on the street or in the hospital? Well, the divisive politics has been created here in Richmond based on some misinformation going out there. And when John refers to what happened in Yaletown, there's a distinct difference between overdose prevention sites, which are peer run to make sure nobody dies alone and that they can administer naloxone if in fact that happens. Our proposal here is a supervised consumption site where we have a health practitioner on site that's going to do the initial intake of the individual to develop the relationship and hopefully move them to the next stage of their recovery. What I say to people in Richmond, again, the lack of misunderstanding. A lot of people think this is going to be a location where people can come to get their drugs 
crimes and then they're going to go out in the immediate area and commit crimes. That's not what the evidence is showing. You can't compare what is going on in the downtown east side on East Hastings that's been going on for 80 years in that particular area to every community across British Columbia where this type of facility is. John, John, quick reply from you, then we'll fit a break in here. Go ahead. Sure. What I've seen uh, in places like Nanaimo, uh, in places right across, you know, the province, uh, where there has been, uh, you know, the, with the safe supply decriminalization, we're seeing this uh, this rapid expansion of drug use and uh, and all of the crimes and issues that come with that in society. I mean, just think, in Edmonton, there was a two-year-old child uh, who went to emergency room with a needle in his mouth because of, you know, a needle being out on a playground. Now, this isn't obviously a playground situation, but people are worried about their children. They want to have safe streets. They want to be able to to enjoy uh, being out and around, do you, walk around, and they're very concerned. John, do you think that the existing supervised drug consumption sites in BC, there are dozens of them operating right now, should they be shut down? I think we need to do a complete review as to whether or not these are successful. Because what we're seeing today with the, with the continual increase in opioid deaths, uh, in the in the, the drug deaths, the expansion of, of addicts, uh, so I'm talking to some ex- experts are saying now that we have the highest number of addicts per capita in North America. Clearly what we are doing is not working. We need to review these things and look at it. And if it's not working, we need to get rid of it and change it. Okay, I'll fit a quick break in here right now as we must do. Then we will come back with more. My guests are Cash Heed, Richmond City Councillor. He supports the supervised drug consumption site in Richmond. Leader of the Conservative Party of BC, John Rustad. He is opposed to the drug consumption site in Richmond. Carrie in Surrey. Hi, Carrie, go ahead. Uh, Yes, See, one thing that I think is being missed from this whole discussion is the whole reason why safe injection sites were invented to begin with. We had a huge issue, um, crisis of HIV and hep C spreading amongst um, the East Van community, so they brought this in to control that. So now we've got that under control, and yet you have places like Saskatchewan, which has the highest level of HIV because they don't have safe, safe injection sites. And I also feel it's a bit disingenuous to use that example of a two-year-old having a needle in their mouth, there's no proof that has anything to do with a safe injection site. In fact, that's the opposite. You're going to get Mm. more needles around your local um, neighborhood if you don't control a place for them to consume. Carrie, thank you for the call. John Rustad, what do you say to her? I think, Carrie, you know, when when you look at the situation and you look at what's going on in in the province, particularly, you know, if you go around to communities, you can see open drug use everywhere that's happening. Uh, we, the safe supply decriminalization, the approach we've taken in British Columbia has only exacerbated the problem. It is continuing to expand. We need to actually take a different path. When things are not working, you know, doing more of the same and expecting different results is the definition of insanity. But we isn't, but, but, aren't they, but, but, but aren't the supervised injection sites supposed to remove the public drug use to get people off the street? Well, they take well, drugs. Clearly, that hasn't been the case, has it, yeah. uh, Mike? When you're looking at what's going on out uh, in our society today. Okay, Kashid, your thoughts? Absolutely disagree with that. Your caller is absolutely right. I don't have to say it anymore. We're trying to get this out of the public view. We're trying to deal with this. If you look at the advent of the consumption site or the insight that was opened up in Vancouver in 2003, that was a result of Vince Kane's report he did in 1994, where that called for some movement like that. And she's correct in saying the crisis at that time was opiate. 
versus opioids, and people were concerned about the spread of bloodborne disease. Now, I want to tell you one thing. I went through this because I was part of putting that together with Philip Owen, the mayor that had the guts to actually go out and do it. I had more respect from the people within the community at that time than the respect that was shown last night in City Hall. Let's go to Rob on the open line in Chilliwack. Hi, Rob. Go ahead. Good morning, Mike. Uh, Cash, I disagree with your statement 100%. Uh, you say you want to keep it out of the public eye, out of public sight. We don't want people on drugs in the first place, Cash. We need treatment centers. Unlike the NDP, who uh, decriminalized hard drugs, we have a major issue with drug problem here, Cash. We need treatment centers, not more drug use and more open sight. I don't blame the people of Richmond for being ticked off. And is it out here in Chilliwack, too? Yeah, I walked down the street the other day. I had to go to, to an office. And, uh, yeah, needles on the street. It's disgusting. We, it okay. needs to stop. Thank, thank, you. thank you, Rob Cash. What do you say to him? Well, I had a chat with Mayor Popov from Chilliwack yesterday. He reached out to me and talked to me about the success of their wellness center out there and the fact that it's made such a difference. He's had positive comments from the business associations, everyone around that area. So again, at the end of the day, you've got to go with correct information. You cannot treat a dead person, Mike. 604-280-9898 is the number to call. i got open phone lines right now. 604-280-9898, star 9898, toll free on your cell. Zach in Surrey. Hi, Zach, go ahead. Hi, Mike. Good morning, and good morning to the panel. Uh, there is no such thing as safe supply. We need to stop speaking in euphemisms. Drug use is inherently dangerous. The bleeding heart liberals have had their way for decades now, and the problem has gotten worse and worse. It's, we all know it. Don't believe your lying eyes is what Cash is trying to tell us. Enough. It's time to become a serious country again and care about our citizens. Okay, th- Thanks, thank Mike. you for that. Let me go to John Rustad. John, I suspect you uh, agree with a lot of what he said there. If a conservative party formed government here in British Columbia, what would what would you guys do with safer supply, decriminalization of drug possession, supervised drug consumption site. Did you scrap all of this stuff? Shut it all down? Uh, so <laughs> it's way, we don't nearly have enough time to get into all of that, but there's no question that safe supply and decriminalization are not working. We would certainly end, end that nonsense. It takes away tools from police. Uh, however, you know, it has to be replaced with, with good solid policy and, and love to talk, be on your show sometime and talk about that. The one thing I do look at though, um, you know, and, and you know, people have come forward on both sides. Safe injection sites initially were were in a very different time than what we have today. When we have drugs today that are damaging people's brains, that are giving them permanent brain damage within two years, we should not be trying to you have sites to encourage that. We need pass to get people off of the drugs. We need pass to get people onto recovery. Kashi, did you get the final word here? Go ahead. Well, I've got to tell you, these sites don't encourage drug use. They're trying to actually save these people's lives. We've been through this before. The 2006 Conservatives, when they took power, they tried to shut down Insight. That was challenged through the court system. At the end of the day, it went to the Supreme Court of Canada and was ruled by the nine justices, nine to zero, to keep that site open. So I wouldn't be surprised if this divisive politics comes in to play in BC. And who knows, maybe we'll have more QAnon theories. 
Okay, guys, thank you for a really good discussion. I, I appreciate both of you being here. Cash Heed, Richmond City Councillor. He supports the drug consumption site there in Richmond. John Rustad, leader of the Conservative Party of BC. He's opposed to it. The debate will continue at Richmond City Hall again tonight. It was a wild session of City Council last night. We will continue to follow that one for you going forward here.